Hello, hello, and welcome to E-M-A-N, Effectively Making a Noise. Today, we're actually starting on Volume 4, which is a new volume from the World's Bible Story Library. And our topics would include Samson's Death to Wisdom of Solomon. Today's story is Samson's Betrayal and Death. Samson's Betrayal and Death. And it's coming from Judges chapter 16 verses 4 through 31. Samson's weakness for falling in love with Philistine women finally brought about his downfall. The woman of Timonath and the woman of Gaza had already caused him a good deal of trouble and sorrow. But now he fell in love with the daughter of the Philistines in the valley of Surik, a beautiful and heartless woman by the name of Delilah. She did not love Samson at all, but sought only to win his favor so that she might betray him to the rulers of her people. When the lords of the Philistines learned that Samson was coming to court Delilah, they thought of a plan to overcome their hated enemy. They came to Delilah privately and offered her a large sum of money, 1,100 pieces of silver, if she would find out the secret of Samson's great strength so that they might overwhelm him and bind him. Delilah was perfectly willing to betray Samson for this large sum of money, which she coveted very much, and coveted meaning desired something other of another person has. So when Samson next visited her, she said to him, Tell me, I pray you, the secret of your great strength and how you might be bound by those who would subdue you. Samson, making a joke of the matter and desiring to play a, another of his tricks, said to Delilah, If they should bind me with seven green willow twigs, which have not been dried, then I shall become weak and be an ordinary man. So she quickly procured seven green twigs from the Philistine lords, bound Samson with them. In the meantime, she stationed men in an inner room to lie in wait, ready to pounce on Samson. Then she called out to him, The Philistines are here to seize you, Samson. But Samson rose up and broke the green twigs as a stalk of flax breaks when it touches the fire. So Deliah did not yet know the secret of his strength. <clears throat> but Delilah wanted the money, and she tried again. Pouting before Samson in her womanly way, she chided him, saying, and chided means score, scolded because of a fault. Behold, you have mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray you, how you might be bound. <clears throat> Again, in a mood of playful deception, Samson told her, If they bind me fast with new ropes that have never been used, then I shall become weak and be like an ordinary man. So Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them, and again cried out, The Philistines are here to take you, Samson. And the men were again lying in wait in an inner room. But the mighty Samson broke the ropes off his arms as though they were threads. Delilah persisted in her efforts to entrap Samson and said to him a third time, Up to this time you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me truly how you might be bound. 
Samson should have realized by now that Delilah meant to do him harm, but he foolishly kept up the game, saying this time, If you weave the seven locks of my head with the web, then I shall become weak and be like an ordinary man. So while Samson was asleep, Delilah took the seven locks of his long hair, wove them into the web, and fastened them tight with the pen. Then she called to him, The Philistines are about to pounce on you, Samson. But he awoke from his sleep and rose up and walked away with the pen of the beam and the web as easily as, had, as he had freed himself at other times. Employing all of her wormily wiles, Delilah softened Samson further by saying that if he really loved her, he would be willing to tell her the secret of his strength. And when she pressed him hard with her honeyed words day after day and urged him, Samson became deeply vexed and troubled in his soul. Finally, in a moment of weakness and against his better judgment, he told her everything that was in his heart, saying, A razor has never been put to my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from the day of my birth. And a Nazarite is a person who vowed to obey certain rules. If I am shaved, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like an ordinary man. When the wicked Delilah saw that she had at last, he had at last told her the truth, she sent for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has showed me all his heart. Then the conspirators came up to her, and bought the money they had promised her with them. Then, when the heartless woman had lulled Samson to sleep upon her knees, she called a man and had him shave off the long flowing locks of Samson's hair. Then she began to vex him, and his strength went from him. Once more she cried out, The Philistines are about to fall upon you, Samson. And Samson awoke from his fatal sleep and said, I will go out as I have done before and shake myself free. But alas, he did not know that, as a result of the betrayal of his new vow, the Lord had departed from him. And the waiting Philistines fell upon Samson and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. And the fetters mean chains on feet to keep one from moving and set him to grind at the mill of the prison. The Philistines rejoiced greatly at having captured and conquered their hated enemy, Samson. So the lords of the Philistines assembled at their temple to offer a great sacrifice to their god, Dagon, and to rejoice. For they said, Our God has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hands. And when the people who were gathered together saw Samson in his pitiful plight, they praised their God and said, Our God has delivered into our hands our enemy, the destroyer of our country, who has slain many of our people. And when their hearts were merry, they said, Bring Samson in, so that he may make sport for us. So they brought the blind Samson out of the prison, and he made sport for them in the court of the temple. And the people mocked and jeered and taunted Samson as he groped about his blindness like a clumsy beast of burden. Presently, Samson was made to stand between the pillars which supported the roof of the temple of Dagon. And Samson said to the lad who had led him by the hand, 
Let me fill the pillars upon which the house stands, so that I may lean against them. Now the house of Dagon was full of men and women. All the lords of Philistines were there, and on the flat roof there were about 3,000 men and women who were looking while Samson made sport for them. Then Samson, Samson called upon the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray you, and strengthen me, I pray you, only this once, O God, so that I may be at once avenged upon the Philistines for my two eyes, avenged meaning paid back a wrong. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood, one with his right hand and the other with his left hand. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. Then he leaned against the pillars with all his might, and they toppled. And the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people that were in it. And so Samson perished with all the Philistines. So it came to pass that the dead that Samson slew at his own death were more than he had slain during his life. Although blinded by his enemies, Samson renewed his vow to God, and God gave him the strength to perform his greatest work of deliverance against the Philistines. Then the brothers of Samson and all the men of his family came down and took, and took up the broken body of their dead hero. And they took him home and buried him in the tomb of Manoah, his father, between Zorah and Estal. And Samson, the strong man of the Hebrews, had judged the people of Israel for 20 years. And we do have a little extra today. And it is called Groovy Hair Man. Groovy Hair Man. Coming from Judges chapter 16, verse 17. It says the Nazarites were a group of people who had made a vow, a promise, to separate themselves from the world they lived in, to give themselves completely to God. Samson's vow included an I'll never ever cut my hair claws. Breaking this vow would make God the center of Samson's attention, well, no longer the center of Samson's attention. Whether we break or keep promises always says something about what we really value. Alright, and then we have God is number one. And this comes from Dan H. 14. God is number one. From Judges 16 verses 4 through 22. When I read the story of Samson and Delilah, I get frustrated with Samson. It's like he doesn't realize how great his gift of strength really is. He doesn't realize God's given him something special, and he needs to protect it. He puts his own desires in front of God's plans for him, and you can see where that gets him, weak, blind, and eventually dead. The really frustrating part is that I do kind of the same thing. I put some of my own desires in front of God's. One of my biggest struggles is with my possessions. Sometimes they become more important to me than God. But when I think of them as gifts from Him, it's a lot easier for me to put God first. God and Samson had a special bond. Even though Samson messed up when he told Delilah the secret of his strength, I know God has a special bond with me too and with all of His people. When I make God first in my life, that bond stays strong. 
And it says, think about a time when you've made something else more important than God. What happened and how did you feel? I pray that you have enjoyed the story today. The story of Samson is always a good one because that kind of stuff happens every day. The deceitfulness, the seduction, and and just flat out selfishness of a person to do something to someone just to get something for themselves. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you guys are going. I think this this volume is going to be a good volume. And please, if you uh, can rate or review my stories, I would really appreciate it. And uh, I have put in my show notes that I do need sponsors. I would love to have someone to sponsor me. $25 would get you uh, your information that you would send me read twice during my podcast. Uh, If you would like a monthly subscription, we could set that up as well. I would love to advertise for you guys. Um, I hope to hear from you soon. All right. Thank you. And peace. Thank you.